Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, Michigan fans? It's Clayton Safey here with the Wolverine.com. Here to break down our five biggest takeaways from Michigan's 52-10 to 10 win over Minnesota Saturday night in Minneapolis. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit the thumbs up button. If you are happy about the Michigan win, if you hope that Michigan wins the national championship, hit that thumbs up. Also, subscribe to our channel for more content and head to thewolverine.com. New users can get premium access over there, access to our message board, all of our premium content for just $1 for your first month. So take advantage of that deal right now, Michigan, heading into a stretch run here in the back half of the season. So no better time to take advantage of that. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, Comment your biggest takeaway from Michigan's win. What pleased you the most in the 52 to 10 dominance over Minnesota? Without further ado, let's get into it with the Little Brown Jug coming right back to Michigan. It was a very quick trip for the Little Brown Jug. It got in on Friday with the team. It left late Saturday night, maybe early Sunday morning with Jim Harbaugh and company, and they win again. They got the jug back in 2015. They retained it in 2017. They kept it in 2020, and they will bring it back home to Ann Arbor. And it is back home in Ann Arbor right now. So the first takeaway for this game is that Michigan started really fast again. We saw last week against Nebraska, they jump off to that 14-0 lead. They get the turnover, Kenneth Grant's interception, cash in with a Kalel Mullings touchdown. Well, this time it was a little bit faster of a start. 12 seconds into the game, Will Johnson's in the end zone. Will Johnson has the turnover buffs on. Will Johnson is posing with the Michigan defense. Jim Harbaugh photobombs that photo on the sideline with Will Johnson having the turnover buffs. And it was kind of a welcome back for Will, who missed the, really the first three games, played eight snaps in the second game, coming back from a knee injury. But he looked like himself on Saturday night. I think we could say that. Uh, his pick was was awesome. I mean, he was in in zone coverage. Michigan's in cover two but he was trying to make it look like he was in man coverage on the deeper wide receiver. But if you go back and watch his eyes on that play, he's just waiting and watching Ethan Kaliak Manis, Minnesota's quarterback, waiting for him to throw the ball a little bit shorter, kind of on an out route in the flat. He jumps that thing. He's in the end zone. Uh, and then going along with this, Keon Sab, his classmate, a guy who we've seen a lot of early on in the year with different injuries in the defensive backfield. And he has really delivered he climbs the ladder, as Jim Harbaugh called it, for his interception uh, to have Michigan go up 38-10 to 10 late in the third quarter. That essentially ended the game. So they start fast. They finish pretty fast with a dominant third quarter as well, outscoring Minnesota 21 to nothing in that stanza. But uh, he climbs the ladder. Ethan Kellyk man is trying to get the ball over his head. Couldn't quite do it. Keon Sab leaps up, makes the catch. A great play by him. Two pick sixes in the same game. For the first time for Michigan since 2017, Lavert Hill, Tyree Cannell both did it against Cincinnati uh, in that season, September 9th, I believe that was of that year. But Michigan defense, we'll talk uh, more about them in just a second. But when you look at it in terms of interceptions right now, they got seven on the season. 
That's tied for 20th in the country through six games. That's better than the pace they had last year. They had 14 in 14 games, so won a game uh, right now just over that pace. But competition gets a little bit tougher at the end of the year. But right now, I feel like Michigan has talked a lot about getting those turnovers over the last several years. Really, throughout Jim Harbaugh's tenure, they're starting to get more and more of them this season. Uh, so great to see Will Johnson back. Keon Sab continues to ascend on the Michigan defense as well. And then we have to talk about a guy for takeaway number two in Mason Graham, sophomore defensive tackle, Mason Graham. He's that's pretty much it. Like that's the takeaway. And we'll go into it more in a second, but anyone who watched this game understands just how good Mason Graham was returning after missing two games with an injury. He had surgery just a couple of weeks ago, according to Will Johnson on his left hand broke a, a bone there plays with a, a huge club on his left hand in Man, you wouldn't have known it. I mean, anyone who was watching could see it. It was wrapped. It was big and white. Uh, but he was absolutely dominant. It's not that often, especially in this defense, when a defensive tackle leads Michigan in tackles. But he does so in this game. With uh, We'll pull up the defensive stats if we have them here. Uh, we don't have them here. So he leads Michigan in tackles with six. He has two tackles for loss, including a sack on third down. Uh, and then his other tackle for loss, Minnesota's running split zone to the left. And Mason Graham completely destroys the center, gets past him. The tight end's trying to work across the formation on the split zone. He has to just go try to run into Mason Graham. But Mason Graham's so quick at then pouncing on the running back. That's a loss. Uh, absolute bully in there in the middle at nose tackle for the Mason Blue. Uh, but his six tackles, like we said, two of them for loss, including that sack, two of them for one-yard gains, one for no gain, one for a three-yard gain. And many of those tackles were just massive in setting the Gophers back on certain drives. So he was so, so good on Saturday night. And, uh, you know, club on his hand or not, he was absolutely dominant. Let's move on in to takeaway number three. And really, this one is just a couple other notes on the Michigan defense. I thought also on that defensive line, Cam Good played really get really good again, no pun intended. He continues to ascend on this Michigan defense. Uh, he had a nice sack in there. He, he split a sack with Josiah Stewart, um, who then gets another sack. He had back-to-back -back disruptive plays, and he's also ascending on the Michigan defense. I thought he was very, very good again, and it's not just the speed with Josiah Stewart. That was kind of his staple coming in, he's a little bit smaller, he's a little bit shorter, a little bit undersized compared to Michigan's typical edge rushers, but he's been really good with his power moves as well. That's how he got his solo sack on that following play, uh, but I, I thought he was very good. And then we have to talk about some of the adjustments that Michigan made defensively. Early on in the game, Minnesota, the first team to really show that it can run the football on this Michigan defense early on. They have eight rushes for 47 yards in the first quarter two rushes of 12 plus yards in the first half alone. Michigan makes some adjustments. They really tighten down in the second quarter, just 12, uh, 12 rushes for 23 yards in the second, but really dominant in the third quarter. Uh, Jim Harbaugh said Michigan moved its edge rusher down to a six technique kind of over the tight end there instead of being so wide because Minnesota was really kind of widening them out on their wide zone play uh, in the third quarter. When Michigan starters win before they pulled them in the fourth quarter, that's becoming a theme. Uh, but seven yards on eight carries for Minnesota. Absolutely shut it down uh, after making some of those adjustments. And then, uh, you know, a couple other notes on the Michigan defense. 
the disruption on the football. We talked about it with the interception. So you have those two picks, two pick sixes, but also seven, seven negative plays created, four pass breakups. Braden McGregor had a nice batted pass at the line of scrimmage. He's becoming a real specialist, a real weapon in that way. Uh, and as we mentioned, the two picks. So they're doing what one of their pillars on this defense is ball disruption. Every single week we talk to these players and coaches, they mention it, the guys on the defensive side of the ball. But we're starting to really see that, and it's coming together. They talk about all the work they do before practice on some of this stuff, the mirror hands where they're kind of mirroring the quarterback when they know they can't get there. Then they're able to bat it down. We saw several batted passes last week against Nebraska. Uh, they're doing that, but they're also getting in the backfield. Mason Graham leading the charge there and getting the interceptions as well with Will Johnson and Keon Sab. Uh, switching over to the offense, J.J. McCarthy really showing off his ability to be a weapon with his legs in the red zone. He has 17 rushing yards in this game, two touchdowns. Uh, it was more design run, run stuff, read option stuff in the red zone that really makes this Michigan offense hard to defend down there. I mean, you're keying in on Kalel Mullings, Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards in there, and then J.J. McCarthy can pull it. And we saw it last week with the Kalel Mullings touchdown. Go back and watch that play where J.J. McCarthy's carrying out his fake after kind of riding Kalel Mullings a little bit. He completely stops the cornerback who's rushing in off the edge in his tracks. And then Kalel Mullings, you know, has that extra space to go and run 20 yards for a touchdown. So that's J.J. McCarthy as kind of a decoy there carrying out his fakes. We saw on Saturday night at Minnesota his ability to actually pull the ball and run. Pulls out a stiff arm. He's lowering his shoulder. He's jumping uh, into the pylon there. He was very, very good at this. And, and again, it just makes this Michigan offense more dangerous. 17 rushing yards, 15 of them after contact. Uh, Jim Harbaugh also added after the game that, you know, he said sometimes it looks like he could be reckless or this is a wild quarterback or he's taking risks, but he's so in control. And, the, you know, the guys that see him at practice every day understand what he's doing out there. And really those extra special things J.J. McCarthy can do namely with his legs, but also with the big arm, being able to make every throw. That's what makes him who he is, him, you know, have the ability to raise Michigan's ceiling as an offense and make them really one of the better offenses in the country. Once they start, get, you know, getting things clicking a little bit more consistently, uh, we saw that last week, but maybe could have been a little bit better in this game on offense. Uh, you know, I just think the ceiling is sky high for this Michigan offense with J.J. McCarthy back there. But he says – Jim Harbaugh says he's the best quarterback in the country. He said he's trying not to be biased. He thinks he's being unbiased with this take, but he's watched a lot of other quarterbacks. He thinks J.J. McCarthy is the best. He says there's nobody we would rather have for Michigan. And, man, that he may not be the best, but I he, he may be the best fit for Michigan. I, I do have to agree with Jim Harbaugh on that one. And then fifth takeaway, and finally for Michigan coming out of this 52-10 win over Minnesota – is just that it was another elite performance, another complete performance. Michigan goes on the road, plays 32 guys on offense, 33 guys on defense. Uh, last week they played 72 of their 74 guys who traveled. This week it, it might be right up with that number, potentially more uh, when counting the guys on special teams once we get the snap counts from that, once those are in. But P.J. Fleck, Minnesota's head coach, says that was the best team he's seen in 11 years as a head coach, and he's been in this league for a long time. He has played uh, a lot of good teams, comes into the Big Ten in 2017. But, you know, he just talked about the depth and the guys that are able to keep rolling out there. And that's evident on a week-in, week-out basis with this Michigan team. 
look around the country this weekend. Georgia, you know, has has kind of struggled a little bit, but this weekend they get back on track. They dominate in a big win over ranked Kentucky. So they stay at the number one spot in Sunday's AP poll update. Um, you know, Michigan had 12 first place votes last week. They have 11 this week. So pretty much right there. Just didn't gain the ground that they did a week ago after that Nebraska game when Kentucky struggles at Auburn. Right now, people are waiting for Michigan to play better teams. They just are. They're waiting to see what it looks like against the Penn States, the Ohio States. And we will see that, you know, even the Maryland's. We'll see that in November. We'll see that if Michigan makes another run at the Big Ten Championship in early December down in Indianapolis. But we also have to to note that this is impressive what Michigan's doing. I mean, to win every single game so far this year by 24-plus points, to really – the, the nitpicking that we do, a team gets 47 yards and a quarter rushing the football on this Michigan defense. And, you know, a lot of people on social media are in panic mode uh, about that. A lot of people on the message boards in panic mode. Michigan makes the adjustments. They tighten up. They do what they have to do. But overall, with a, you know, minus a few blips on the radar, absolute complete performance by Michigan in this game. So, you know, Michigan's making what they're doing right now look easy, but it's not. And don't take that for granted, Michigan fans, because it's been a lot of fun, a lot of a lot of wins over the last few years for Michigan. Keep it locked here on the Wolverines YouTube channel. Make sure to give us a subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Also hit the like button, that thumbs up. If you're excited about Michigan's win, if you want them to continue marching along undefeated, heading into a potential national championship run. And as always, head to the Wolverine.com. We have all of your Michigan football, basketball, and recruiting coverage. Just $1 gets you premium access for your first month, and we will see everyone next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 